0: podcast this is review number 246 with our review of two guns i'm christopher schnazzy i'm carson patrick and if you're joining us for the first time the spoiler warning podcast is a weekly film review program each week in the show carson patrick and i are going to dive in debate discuss and argue over the latest film releases hitting a theater near you um each week we're going to try to bring you as many episodes as we can as many reviews of uh, this for re- this week we just have a review of two guns so uh yeah that should be good uh how are you doing tonight carson uh, pretty good how about you not too bad, not too bad.
1: We were joking that, you know, we're reviewing two guns, but we're two podcasters, so it would really be two mics. That's
0: right. We uh, spent half the day messing each other back and forth with quotes from this film that we had re, uh, rewritten to adhere <coughs> to our new our new we, version of the film. We repackaged them. I think we quickly skated off the rails, though, and started, like delving into every other movie that we've talked about ever
1: pretty much because i mean i my knowledge of this movie at that point had only been the trailer
0: <laughs> so right, not you, much i
1: could really go off of that's right you hadn't that. seen it yet when we
0: first started doing i hadn't
1: seen it yet
0: yeah well now, now you should theoretically have a lot more to uh to work with
1: exactly the, what i was saying earlier when you were saying about paul Patton and ghost protocol yeah like you killed my island boyfriend, whatever. I was like, dude, Josh Holloway, because it made me think of Josh Holloway, and he's in that new uh, movie coming out, Paranoia. Yeah. And I was like,
0: how awesomely bad
1: does that movie look? <laughs> Is, it looks so bad, but I'm gonna watch
0: it, dude. Oh, I'm gonna watch it too. I mean, it's like <laughs> I I'm like one of those people that like actually legitimately loves the movie Antitrust. Um, which- oh yeah. with yeah. yeah, with Philippi and uh what's her nuts that doesn't appear in anything anymore. <laughs> yeah,
1: she's all that, right? Yeah, yeah Tim uh, Robbins.
0: Uh what's her name, damn it?
1: Uh Rachel Lee Cook. Yeah,
0: Rachel Lee Cook. That that's yeah. the her her big role as the this is your brain, this is your brain on drugs commercial. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like I I I love these movies with like just people having p- pissing contests with like technology and companies that they work in. I I'm just like a sucker for it's like the the digital age version of the heist film, in a way, where, where like, the thing you're heisting is just information.
1: Yeah, and I mean, it. it's pretty great when you got Harrison Ford and Gary Oldman re-teaming um, to be the, the uh, rivals, the business rivals in this
0: movie. What's crazy is Gary Oldman, like, at least in the trailer, he's the one doing, like, the worst acting. Like, I can't... Like, every time he does... <laughs> Whatever that accent is that he's doing, I just want to like shoot myself. He's like, "I well, it's, made it's, you it's, what you are." <laughs> it's like his native accent. Well, is that his native accent? Well, he's British, but it sounds like he's
1: doing like a. It sounds he's like, like a, playing up the British accent. Almost. It's like
0: a really bad Michael Caine impression.
1: Yeah, it's it sounds like he's playing it up, but I mean he is British, so.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It just in in maybe it's just the way he delivers that specific line. As every time I hear it, I'm just like, what the hell is going on?
1: I, t- I laugh every time, though, when he's just like, I stood on your shoulders! And then Ford's just like, now I'm standing on your neck! <laughs> I'm just like... <laughs>
0: uh, oh,
1: my God. Like, Ford's reaction. Yeah. His ex- his facial expression in that in that moment. I'm just like, oh, my gosh. This well, movie's going to be hilarious.
0: When I first saw the, the, the trailer for it, I just... I just assumed it was gonna be like a straight to iTunes rental, but apparently it's. <laughs> You're like the Thor's theaters. brother or whatever. Well, no, like it's it, it, it's it's like hitting. It's getting a regular theatrical release, right? Yeah, yeah. It totally. It just.
1: It looks. Yeah, it looks like it could be going straight to red. Yeah, Box. it's got a
0: hokey look. I don't know why they cast like the the one dude as a lead. Like it just doesn't make. Yeah, a lot of sense. The,
1: the the other Hemsworth. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll find out how Hemsworth he is after the film comes out.
1: Miley Cyrus's future husband, I
0: guess. I'm sure, whatever. I don't, I don't pay attention to that stuff.
1: <laughs> but, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think he's – he's not the draw for this movie. To me, it's just like you got Oldman and Ford in a movie again.
0: Yeah. but it's That's like,
1: reason enough to see it.
0: But it, it, it just seems like that movie is to runner-runner what uh, – olympus has fallen was to white house down you know what i mean oh like, totally it, it, like i
1: was i was totally gonna mention runner runner because that looks like the better of the two
0: yeah and then they're both a similar thing it's like well i get involved in this stuff and then like the fbi shows up and they're involved and they're yeah. like you work with him you're gonna be dead do work with this guy you're gonna be whatever <laughs> like it it's just they, they although still, runner runner still looks
1: pretty cheesy
0: <laughs> dude i think i think runner runner looks awesome but that's just me <laughs> no
1: it's gonna be i i if if I have to pick which one's the, the better one, I'm assuming it's going to be that one. If, if, I mean, come on, dude. Like, Affleck throwing people to crocodiles, like, but can't like, beat it.
0: It's, but, it, dude, it's, it's awesome, though. I mean, like, like that... No, Run, it like,
1: totally is. Like, I think that one is a little more legitimately awesome than Paranoia.
0: Yeah, yeah. Runner Runner would be bad with a Paranoia cast, but... Yeah, but I mean, there's still, like, a...
1: There's still, like, a kind of cheesy, like, late 90s vibe to Runner Runner.
0: Yeah, yeah, but it actually has, like, real grit to it instead of being, like, this weird, <clears> like, TV movie feeling that uh There's a little more weight has. to it. Yeah.
1: There's a little more weight to Runner Runner, it seems like.
0: Yeah.
1: Plus, so, it's got Gemma in it, so.
0: Yeah, that's always a plus.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and crocodiles. People getting fed to crocodiles.
0: Th- those Those films don't come out anywhere near each other, do they?
1: Uh, I think they come out like a month apart. Oh, okay. This is going to be like this year's Flight Plan Red Eye.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it would be crazy if those things both came out on the same weekend.
1: Because I think, I know Paranoia comes out like in a couple weeks, and then Runner Runner comes out at the end of September, I think. Gotcha. So, and that's exactly how uh, fl- Red Eye and Flight Plan were. Yeah. One came out in August, the other one came out in the end of September. It's just weird how these... These movies line up so perfectly.
0: Yeah, it can't be a coincidence. No, no, it's totally a conspiracy. Cool. Well, uh, what do you say we get into this week's episode? All right, let's let's do this. All right, let's take a look at the trailer for Two Guns and then let everybody know what we thought of this film. You ever heard the saying, never rob a bank across from a diner that has the best donuts in three counties? (laughs) That's <laughs> not the same. Yes, it is. No, it's not. I get you what you're heard. saying, Maybe you but it's not the same. It is the same. Oh, okay. It's the same now. Go! Everybody sit down on the floor. Fire and oh. Let's go. Come on! How much you figure? Forty million. Forty million dollars? But I got bad news for you. What is that? Is that a badge in your hand? DEA. Petty Officer Michael Stigman. You know Bobby Beans was DEA? Man, your boy Stig's a piece of work. Did you know he was Special Forces? You've been on this limb way too long. Right. On the count of three, we'll let each other go. All right. One, yeah. two, three. That ain't making me not be able to trust you. The bank was a setup. We gotta figure out whose money that was. Well, Like we're working together? No, not like we're working yeah. No, like we're working in the same vicinity. Together. In the same area code. Together. He ripped off the CIA. Where's the money? It ain't down there, I can guarantee you that. There must be some way out of here. You got 24 hours to bring me the money. The Joker to the thief. Yeah. So, partner, what's your plan? I got a plan. I mean, I'm capable of coming up with a plan. I'm not capable, I'm just saying you haven't told me. What is it? I'm working on it. Yeah. Screw it. What's your plan? No one expected You should have seen your face. So you can trust this guy. <laughs> Who are they? Well, yesterday I said they were my family today. They kind of want to kill me. Yeah, I understand the feeling. What I ever do to you, besides shoot me? Three times over. Have I properly incentivized you? More than you know. Make it rain. You're my people, and there's a code. You fight for the guy that's fighting next to you. Give me the keys. You want them? Come get them. Oh, man. What was uncalled for? Give me the keys. You saw that move coming? That's correct. Give me the keys. All right, here we have two guns uh, in the store. We have these two guys, and they both have guns, and they're working on this little deal with this guy that's part of some like drug cartel or something. And you know, it's not working out the way they want, so they decide, you know what, screw that. We know he's been, you know, dropping off a bunch of money into this little bank. Why don't we rob that bank? And uh, yeah, then we'll get a bunch of money, and this will be super awesome. So they go in, rob the bank. What do you know? It wasn't really that drug dude's money. It belonged to somebody else. And now those people are pissed and trying to figure out. Turns out both these guys weren't just some little low-level thugs. Like, one of them was a DA agent. One of them worked for uh, some sort of military organization. And now they're both trying to figure out what the hell is going on, whose money is what, and whether or not they can trust each other to try to figure out what the hell is going on. And, uh, you know, take care of this issue and figure out what happened to the money. So, Carson, what did you think of this film?
1: Um, this is the part where I say, uh, that the two guns in relation to, uh, previous Denzel Washington action film safe house, where I say that this is the better, uh, this is the better film. I better action sequences, better, uh, chemistry between its two leads, more fun. And, uh, and then this is where you say, That's correct.
0: (laughs) Well, this is the part where I say you're only making that comparison because I enjoyed the other film because these have almost nothing to do with each other.
1: Well, I mean, they don't have anything to do with each other yet they do because they're both action films. But I'm just saying (laughs) they're
0: both action films that have a sole character that or actor that is in both of them, and beyond that, they really have nothing to do with each other story-wise.
1: No, but, I mean, this is a superior film, I think, action-wise to Safe House. I think it's a, I think it's a superior action film to a, a lot of the kind of recent action movies that have come out this summer. I mean, I enjoyed this movie a lot more than uh, Red 2 or The Wolverine or even White House Down, to be honest. Uh, but, yeah, like, I had a good time watching this movie. This is not a uh, movie that reinvents the wheel by any standard but uh it's proof that if you get like two really good stars together with great chemistry uh you can elevate a film uh pretty highly and you know it's not the sharpest script in the shed but uh it's got some it's got some good uh zingers in it and it's it's pretty well polished and i feel like that uh you know the dialogue and the banter between Denzel and Mr. Wahlberg uh, comes off very naturally, and uh, it's just a lot of fun. I think they elevated a lot, and uh, the action is fun, and the, you know, it's a lot of it is. It's just creative, like it's it's fun to watch. Like there are a lot of like like just little scenes that are very well staged. I thought, and uh, you know, everything is like clear, and it just it really reminded me of like some like, forgotten mini-treasure from, like, 1994. It was like, hey, remember Two Guns? Like, yeah, the movie with Denzel and Marky Bark. Like, you know, they blew up a car and there was money and they were, like, in a shootout. And uh, I don't know, that's that's just what it felt like to me. It just felt like a very uh, old-school kind of throwback to when, um, you know, movies didn't really take themselves as seriously as they do. Yeah. Uh, Especially this genre of film, and uh you know it's a good buddy movie i think and uh you know it's not afraid to like you know be profane be violent and uh have a good time like i think you know we get a lot of uh movies that try and be uh this level but there's always like one component missing like there's not the humor or you know it's it's too grim or whatever and I feel I feel like this finds a good balance of all, you know, all three action, comedy and uh or I guess two. I don't know what the, I was thinking three, but uh it finds a good balance between the action and the comedy and I I feel like it it's well paced and it goes by pretty quickly and it's just it's exactly the kind of movie you want to see like you know, in a in your summer movie. Like I I feel like that uh it delivered on that aspect. Yeah. While even though it wasn't uh anything out you know amazing where i was like whoa it's just that's exactly what it is just an entertaining popcorn movie and like i said like i this was not an assault on my senses like some of the other movies that have come out recently and um in terms of like i mean i guess i can you know in terms of like it's because this movie is based on apparently a comic book series so like i said way better than red 2 and especially action-wise, I felt like this movie just had a lot more energy. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I had a fun time with it.
0: All so. right, F- completely forgiving all your comparisons to films that have no business being compared to this film. <laughs> um, but it, it totally you, have you are you are you are making comparisons to other films simply for the fact that you want to bring up that those movies were bad, not because they even relate at all. Like you're. You're trying to take things that we've already reviewed and things that I didn't dislike as much as you and compare them to this film. Well, you like
1: White House Down. Yeah, we I know. Most did.
0: Yeah, yeah, but I'm I'm saying, like, it, it wasn't until after I already made that statement that you also compared it. You said, well, I even think it's better than these ones, which is fine. You You can say this is my favorite action film that has come out this year and all that stuff, and I won't have a problem with that, but I mean, like... Making the comment that, yeah, this is based off a of comic book property too, so now that I can compare it to Red 2, like Red 2 is going for a completely different thing and a different audience and a different But I mean tone. it's an action
1: comedy though. How could how could they not be like – out of all the movies I named, that's probably the most comparable is Red 2.
0: But it's, Cause... it's going for a completely different thing. Like this isn't supposed to be t- even close to targeting that same audience as that film is.
1: No, but I think that they can be compared, though, even if they're going for, like, you know, the PG-13 crowd. I still think that it's based on a comic book and it's an action comedy, first and foremost.
0: I don't know. But it, it's sort of like compare, comparing, like, Twilight to 500 Days of Summer because they both deal with relationships in situations where it may not work out <laughs>
1: well, of course that doesn't no, th- sink th- up. That,
0: that's what it feels that's that's what it feels like it feels like you're trying to bring up films that there's no need to talk about just so that we can like take a dig at those other films
1: well i was just thinking of recent action movies that i thought were you know not as good you know that this was better than
0: recent like safe House. <laughs>
1: Recent, like, action movies, you know, that, we, that we've talked about or that have come out this summer.
0: All right, anyways, anyways, all that aside, I had a lot of fun with this film. I, I think it is, everything you said is is absolutely correct from the standpoint of what this film is. Like, it's, uh what this trailer sold is, you know, Marky Mark and Denzel Washington, one guy who, like, is, you know, like, I'm like a badass dude, and the other dude who's, like, a little off the handle and a little bit crazy and them both being forced to work together in a situation, and just them having good chemistry. And this film delivers on that a hundred percent. Um, I, you know, their chemistry is is better than the chemistry we get from most of the other buddy ish roles that we've seen, as you said. Um, and, and it works perfectly. I mean, the story of this film is probably overly convoluted and doesn't really is, but it isn't really necessary. Like what this film is trying to sell is these two guys working together to. Um, get out of this predicament they're in and it's 100 percent delivers exactly that like these these two guys work together um, like they're the fact that they don't want to be together it's not just like one guy who's like the straight cop and then one guy who's like the off the handle cop it's like two people who aren't even supposed to be working together that are having to work together and starting to build up this camaraderie with each other even though they, this whole time they've been trying to play the other person in the context of what jobs they've been doing. Um, I, I just felt it was a nice balance um, of, of just how they pre- presented that stuff. I mean, the story is like in a month we're not going to remember what this movie was about other than like the CIA's money got taken, but we'll, we won't remember at all what related to who was involved and why that was the CIA's money and all that kind of stuff. And all the little all the little uh bits of information you get during the story, like who who you find out is involved at what points in the story, it feels really inconsequential. Like I don't think there's a lot of um I don't know, it just doesn't seem really all that important. There's some random people in this film that get killed who aren't any of the main characters who you're like, man, that kind of sucks that person got screwed involved in the story because like, they're not even part of the actual chess pieces that are being played. They're just theoretically innocent bystanders that, you know, as crazy people go around doing the crazy stuff that they do, um, they kind of get sucked in and, and wrapped up in the plot. But, uh, yeah, I think ult- ultimately, uh, I think it's really fun. I think it's funny that uh, in there's been some other films we've reviewed recently where I thought that a an actor should have been replaced uh, that I thought Guy Pierce should have been replaced with um, Christoph Waltz. And in this film, I feel a little bit like Bill Paxton could have been replaced with Guy Pearce. Um, and that role could have been more interesting with roles that we've seen Guy Pierce in earlier. Um, but, yeah, besides that, I I had a great time with this.
1: So you wanted Guy Pierce in Lawless as, as the bad the, guy?
0: As, yeah, the CIA agent in this film.
1: Well that would be pretty awesome, but I mean I I really like Bill Paxton seeing him in this movie. Uh I thought he was I thought he was totally awesome. Like I I always love it when Bill Paxton shows up in movies and I don't think he's in he's in movies as much as he should be anymore.
0: Well I I like him in general. Like I have no problem with Bill Paxton. The role he was playing I like he he's playing like this bad CIA agent, but there's literally no there, his character doesn't know that he works like. It is something about his character doesn't work for me just because it seems like he could like if you don't make him the CIA, you just make him uh, a a rival drug cartel. Like let's just say it was you know whoever it was some other bigger cartel that was charging um, Edward James almost as cartel people. Uh, Money And that's like, if it was just another bad guy, like higher up the food chain, n- nothing in the story would have changed at all. Like, so the fact that this is, you know, oh, you stole from the CIA. Like it kind of just, I don't know, his craziness doesn't seem to work. Like if he was really that crazy and out of line, it seems like previous to this film's timeline, that would have rectified itself as far as like the CIA would have realized this guy is sort of not all there in the head and he would have been removed from his position.
1: Yeah. I mean, I had no problem with Bill Paxton in this movie. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I thought he, I didn't think he, I wasn't sitting there thinking that he should be played by someone else, but
0: I mean, I just, I just don't know what he was doing in the role. Like, it just, there, there was, I mean, for that, for that, for that much, Edward James almost wasn't, like, why was he playing this Mexican cartel dude? Like, there's, it just, I know, those two characters seemed like uh, they w- weren't acting in the same movie that everyone else was. Like, uh, you know, our friend, what's his face, um, like, Cyclops was basically the right level of crazy for his role. And obviously, Mark Wahlberg and Denzel Washington were like perfect for the roles they were playing. But Bill Paxton and Edward James almost like their care like they just seemed out of place to me. I don't know.
1: Well, I mean, almost was kind of just playing it straight, and Paxton was playing it sort of up. And uh, I mean, I uh, I thought that he fit into the movie fine because the movie was already sort of in this comedic state, so it didn't... It wasn't like, you know, if the movie was completely dramatic and then he's playing, like, an off-the-wall character and it's sort of, you know, out of balance. But either way, I think it worked fine.
0: But but I, I kind of felt like the, the film sat in a semi-serious world, but the characters are... The characters were experiencing that world from a comedic standpoint, but I thought, like, the world itself was presented sort of real
1: yeah i mean but there there's definitely that's what i'm i guess i was trying to say is that like they denzel and mark Wahlberg make the film lighter than it is because i mean there is a lot of serious stuff going on like people getting killed and you know yeah there's all these, these drug cartels are like sparring with you know the navy and the cia and it's just there's all these people like trying to get this money And, uh, I mean, it easily could have been, like, a serious action film drama. Like, no comedy at all. Uh, But uh, I I think just, like, the way that it's presented, there is a lighter tone to it with the comedy inserted than there would have been if it had just been played, uh, like, a straight drama.
0: Yeah, I I guess I just, I I feel that Bill Paxton hit the crazy on the mark didn't sell me on the authoritativeness. Like, I didn't buy him as an intimidating presence. Like, the only reason he was ever... The only reason he ever felt intimidating was because he was holding a gun. Besides that, he... Like, he could have been, like, the the underling henchman who was trying to prove himself to the boss, and that's why he was acting all the way he was. Like, I never bought that he was really that menacing as a person just that he was unstable (laughs) until he plays Russian roulette with your crotch yeah but he he, like I I, just like in that scene Denzel could have easily just punched him in the face and got him you know what I mean like there's no to me like I, I get that the the one veterinary guy was intimidated by him because there's a bunch of these guys but it seems like this DEA agent who's been, you know Ben undercover and dealing with like drug cartel people uh like it seems like he would be able to hold his own i mean don't get me wrong he he played it calm and cool in that scene um but it seems like i don't know it just he i don't know something something about that character and the way it was played and it just it just felt really weak to me
1: well, I mean, if there's any weak link between characters, I think the one that gets the the least developed character is Paula Patton. But other than that, I had no problems with, you know, everyone else in their respective roles.
0: Well, she could have been completely removed from <laughs> yeah. the movie and it wouldn't change a thing, like, in the yeah. real context of it.
1: Yeah, she was just there for, you know, TNA, basically.
0: Yeah, pretty much, like, literally.
1: Literally, uh, uh, not complaining, but, yeah, I mean, she was the most unnecessary of any of the characters in
0: this movie. Yeah, and even if you're like, well, she was the handler. She had to be there. Well, she had a boss, too, who could have been the one. Like, he was reporting to her, and she was reporting to the guy above her, so you could have just cut her out, and then the chain of command would have still existed.
1: She easily could have been written out, but I felt like they probably were told to at least add some female presence to this film <laughs> i'm sure they were like yeah we need to have some you know because i mean i just i feel like that was a, a decision that you know we cast a make this a female role so we it's not like a, a sausage fest
0: also on a side note there's some post here I i just noticed on the sidebar of imdb for two guns there's a th- there's a little link that says two guns. Bill Paxton explains how he becomes one of the summer's best scene stealers. So <laughs> apparently, well, there you go. apparently, I'm crazy in thinking that uh, he didn't steal the scene for me.
1: Uh, I mean, I thought he was pretty pretty scene chewing, chewing the scenery.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think it was kind not of... not as
1: much as Guy Pearce and Lawless. That was pretty awesome, but. Uh...
0: Yeah, but like Guy Pearce and Lawless was like actually scary as this crazy. Oh
1: yeah, he was pretty intimidating. And was,
0: was he? He was CIA too, right, or was he FBI?
1: I don't remember. He, he was, was like higher up than the regular
0: authorities. Yeah, he was some sort of government branch yeah, person investigating. Some government agent because they called him in, and he was just like. hmm... There was there. You got, at least at least this film didn't like kill cricket or anything like that. <laughs> Uh, no, but, uh, <laughs> good times. He killed um, other people, though. But, yeah, uh... They killed some chickens. <laughs> yeah, that, that was kind of, I, I really, I really enjoyed all of, uh, Mark Wahlberg's random rants that he has in this film, especially when, <laughs> like, when, like, Denzel Washington just comes back, and I'm like, dude, aren't you, like, guilty of the same thing? He's like, no, but it's different, and he's always, I don't know, just... I, He's I, always questioning
1: him. I, lo- uh, I just love awesome.
0: their interaction in general. Again, I mean, I, I really like. I think th- this film without those two, I think would be a really terrible movie. Oh uh, yeah, but it survives a hundred percent just on their chemistry and their interaction.
1: I um, I think even if it was like denzel and somebody else i still think it might not have been as good because like there would be like one who's like on the right page and the other is not you know
0: yeah or would... vice
1: versa like if it was someone else and mark Wahlberg, um but mark Wahlberg really gets to play like his comedy chops and then also be the uh action hero so he's, he's essentially like merging It's like if the other guys was serious, like, that's how he's playing it in this movie. I
0: think Uh, what's really interesting, too, is, like, obviously, we know from just the trailer of the film, the actual setup and the premise that both these guys are sort of undercover in some capacity. And, you know, Mark Wahlberg is really playing up this, like, sort of aloof, semi-idiot type of dude. And, uh, you know, like we kind of view like we view him as sort of like the guy that Denzel Washington is going to need to keep in line. But then once, once he, once the film reaches the point where the two of them are separated for a moment of time, when like they both realize the other guy's a bad guy or not a bad guy, but essentially they realize that the other guy is somebody that like, I don't know if I can trust, um, after that first job goes, um, and they go off on their own. You, you really get to see Mark Wahlberg hold his own for a little while as like oh like his character is actually like legit good at what he does he's not just this yeah dude who's kind of just a goober at it you know so like I, I really enjoyed like seeing him kind of be badass
1: they also when they would switch over to where it was primarily Denzel um they they made it like Wahlberg is so good in this movie it makes you want to hu- want it to hurry up so he can come back so they can get back together. Yeah. Like you you kind of miss him. You're just like I want, I want I want some more Wahlbergisms here. Yeah. Um so he's like he's used just the right amount. Um and not to say that Denzel isn't uh you know funny as well, it's just that he is the funnier of the two. Yeah. He gets more of the funny lines and uh you know like any buddy cop movie there's always like the serious one or the more serious one and the the jokester one um so yeah but they they did a good job of like not you know playing it to where like they're not separated long enough to where you're just like man i wish they'd get back together you're just You almost want them to get back together. You're you're wanting them to get back together, but it's not like, oh, this is going on for too long. Like there's always you know, if they're even like with the story too, like how we're saying the story is pretty convoluted, but it really doesn't matter because it doesn't really go for that long of a time before one of the two guys they reteam and it's, you know, hilarious again or something.
0: Yeah, yeah. And even when they're reteam, they're still in that sort of that mode of like they don't want to be together, they're just stuck together. Right. Yeah. So, you still yeah. get that them playing to their own separate strengths in an equal way, like that. Yeah. And what's nice too is what what they're able to do as far as the tension level goes is because both guys are are separate as far as what they did for a living before they were in this like fake group that they joined. Um, you have each group has its own set of quote unquote bad guys and things that could make them vulnerable to other stuff. So it's like Denzel Washington is, you know, he works for the DA, so he, you know, he has these like he has a chain of command which he has to continually check in with and 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 discuss things with and those people come with their own vulnerabilities and and uh, people that can be associated with associated with them and find out what he is doing and where he is. And then Mark Wahlberg, you know, he is you know, currently a from the military, so he has, he has, uh, you know, obviously military connections, and that could play into something that could be bad for him. So, I, I I like that it's like multiple bad guys for two different people, but because they're working together, they're like doubly vulnerable to the situation as a whole. Like it, it just, I think, though though I think you could jettison the story, um, because it's not really doesn't have any real substance to it, it is sort of like a necessary evil because it sets up this really interesting scenario for which these individuals are going to have to try to come up against different enemies. So Yeah. That was a I don't yeah. know, that was a difficult sentence to get out, but I think <laughs> I think I communicated it well enough. Yeah. Yeah, ultimately I thought this was an incredibly fun ride.
1: Yeah, I mean out of uh out of all the movies this summer that have promised this kind of dynamic, like I think this one delivers the most uh, in terms of like just being a flat-out like entertaining summer movie. Yeah, for me personally, like they, you know, not to compare it to other movies, but like White House Down had that potential. Um it should be, it delivered but it didn't deliver as high as I thought it was going to and uh, you know Red 2 had that potential as well but I didn't think it delivered at all so
0: um, I think what this film really needed is Giovanni Rabisi to threaten Mark Wahlberg's <laughs> wife
1: <laughs> I was going to say that if his character from Contraband showed up <laughs> like I give you two weeks like uh, eh good time. you think I'm the only guy with a gun huh that would be pretty awesome. Tell him not to dump it in the water. <laughs> I mean, this movie is exactly how I thought it was going to be in the, ter- in the sense of the contraband, you know, surprised me in that, uh, you know, not surprising. It surprised me how, like, this one was, you know, didn't reinvent the wheel, but, like, it was just, like, a very solid action film, action thriller, and, like, there were some good Wahlberg moments. And, uh... You know, that's what that's contraband surprised me in that it was, you know, it was like effective. It was like, a, you know, just a little like, you know, fun movie. And uh, I was expecting, you know, no less from this film. And it, you know, it delivered the same. Yeah. So.
0: Cool. Well, uh, any final thoughts or should we just get to our verdict? Uh
1: No, I mean, that I think we
0: covered it all. All right, cool. So, Carson, if we were going to place this on a scale of must-see, Reckon with the caveat, wait for rental, pass of the caveat, or must avoid, where would you place it?
1: I mean, I would give it a pretty pretty heavy recommend. Like, I think this is a movie that people can go see and uh, be entertained by. I mean, most of the people in my theater that I saw it in were enjoying it, seemed like, and uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's a, it's a movie that could be enjoyed by pretty much any demographic, really. I think it and, uh, I mean, yeah, like I, I, this is totally the kind of movie that I would just be like, yeah, like whether you see it in the theaters or not, like it's worth watching.
0: Yeah. I would agree. This uh, is going to get a recommend with a caveat from me. Really. The only caveat is that like, it's not, it's not really necessarily a film of substance. It like you check all the boxes as far as what you want to see in a big, you know, not big, but in, in, in like a summer action movie. Um, and all the character stuff between your leads is awesome and amazing. And, uh, like, I think it's, it's a good group movie. Like maybe if you were, if you rented this at home and you were by yourself and you watch it, you just be like, eh, that was cool. Uh, but like, if you're in an environment with other people watching it, there's a lot of stuff to enjoy and get behind. And I think ultimately you, you're going to enjoy the experience of watching it. If at the end, if you try to dissect the story and figure out whether this was a good, you know thriller movie or anything like that ultimately your answer is gonna be no, but if you just go, did I enjoy that?" you'll be like, "Hell, yeah, so
1: yeah, this isn't the kind of movie that you sit in and dissect the story, yeah, I think it 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 coasts along enough where you don't need to get into that it's not it's distract it's basically distracting you with other entertaining stuff, so you don't have to get involved with that, yeah, like any you know. Entertaining action movie should you shouldn't be like sitting there going like, well, this should be happening or whatever.
0: All right, well, uh, that's going to do it for this review of Two Guns. Carson, if people want to find you out the week, where can they do that?
1: Uh, you can go to practicalcandy.wordpress.com.
0: You can find me at christopherinreallife.com or twittercom IRL. You can find the podcast over at thespoilerwarning.com, where you can get all the back episodes of the show. You can follow us on Twitter to figure out when these episodes go live at twitter.com slash warning or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash warning. If you want to get a hold of us directly, you can send an email to fans at thespoilerwarning.com or call and leave us a voicemail at 760-575-4TSW at 760-575-4879. Music for this episode will come from the soundtrack to Two Guns, so hopefully you're enjoying that right now. And, uh... A little bit of housekeeping again, so next week is Elysium, and uh, we will be hopefully recording a review of Elysium next weekend, but that following week, uh, I am turning 30, so I will be gone that week on vacation, so I don't know when that episode will go live, Um, so know people that are listening that you will you will in fact get a review of Elysium and it will be out eventually but it may or may not be delayed till the following weekend but we're going to see the movie obviously you've heard us talk about it like for every single review we've done like the last 20 reviews Um, so we will be seeing it and uh, yeah just know that if you don't see that review showing up that it's just a delay because I myself am AWOL and I have to find a bunch of money that was stolen from the CIA before I can come back and finish editing the review.
1: <laughs> you're going you're to have a last, last Vegas <laughs> situation.
0: Uh, it'll be good times.
1: I'm going to take my damn pills. <laughs> like, oh, I get it because you're old. It's I
0: just, so funny. I just have to uh, make sure not to eat any drug-laced marshmallows and yeah. hang out with, uh, yeah any really short asian guys who like to <laughs> twirl guns in the air uh yeah it'll be a good time yeah, pretty much but yeah look forward that to that people when we eventually get it out and hey who knows maybe we'll be able to if i can see it early enough and you see it early enough then maybe we'll be able to record early and i can release it early who knows you, you can crank it out But uh, until then, we will talk to you guys later. Carson, thank you for joining me. Uh, Yeah, thank you for having me. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys in that episode. Peace.